Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yes, it's Kevin Thompson. Wow, back again. Manager of the year. First one ever, innit? You Highest seem, manager of the year ever. You seem a bit more excited than me. Are you more real up at it? You're not proud? Nah, I'm delighted. But my First boys, year in management, my bro. My boy's eh? not happy that I stole it out of his bedroom, eh, so. What nah. achievement? So, your son's got his dad's, some of his dad's in his bed. What is it? You've got your dad's in your bed. <laughs> what a size. The magazine collection, isn't it? That's one of them with the other collection. What a size, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get dropped off in the taxi. The taxi driver was giving you abuse today, wasn't he? He was a nice fella, wasn't he? <laughs> Who was giving him abuse? Right, he was, was alright. But I was not driving him a shout out. Was he a Celtic fan? Nah. I don't know what he was. Well, he sounded like, like, like Rangers, no? No, I don't think he was. No, he's not a Celtic fan. Is it Kev Kyle? Nah, it wasn't a Kev. I thought Kev would be here, where is he? No, he's not. No, he was he what is it he's then? Well try to get him out of the door. <laughs> try to get him sacked. Try to get him sacked as well. He's actually he's actually doing me up the day. I seen him interviewing you after the game. That is good, yeah. isn't it? Aye, good, aye. Good questions you asked, innit? <laughs> Same question five times. That's awesome, the big man. Just that's such a good wee uh, like there. I see as as two managers here. Is it really hard after a game to be interviewed? It is, aye, it's it is tough. Like emotions is um it's easy when you win, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's natural. But my first defeat was Annan, even though we got beaten in the Premier Sports Cup. And I remember doing it. And you, you have to, in my opinion, show a bit of class, win, lose or draw, what I believe in. But it's easier. Team talks, everything's so much easier when you win. So yeah. I suppose when you you learn a bit about yourself when you get beat, don't you? Yeah. I, I just, my big thing was dinner, slaughter the boys. Because mm-hmm. they've been great for us. No, of course, I. He didn't want to just go out and say, well, they never done this, they never done that. It's a, it's a, it's a group ah. thing, isn't it? And listen, you, you'd be very lucky to be at a team that you, you win week in, week out. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, you're going to have humps and bumps. It's just the way it is. I think the, the biggest thing for for me, and I suppose, no, I don't want to say advice, but the wee bit is that you, you probably learn more about the boys when you get beat, even though you didn't want to get beat. You want to win, obviously, all the time. But I think you know you learn a wee bit about yourself, and then if you can use that as a positive, plus the lads can... I suppose stay grounded um, and not get too carried away with themselves because obviously you made a good start and come to watch us. I think if you get carried away with yourself, it can sometimes bite you in the back. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't just, think it is the worst thing. No, I actually does. found it and I don't know if I've seen the boys after the game and how much they were hurting. Mm. And it's great to see that. I don't mean it's great to get beat, but it's great to see that side of how much they care. So listen, it's just reacting in the right way. But listen, we're not on about you today. No, 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 sorry. But Tom was saying about humps and bumps along humps the way. Humps and bumps. That's constant for you, That's never left me the humps and bumps. And, uh, but Tom, um, the last time we interviewed, interviewed you, you were at Kelty. Such a successful season. How's that changed since then? 
Um, just obviously through the summer, really. We um, we tried to put a team together. We had quite a lot of boys already signed up. Um, and in the end, we just felt it was it was the right time to move on, really. Um, it wasn't so much like we felt we had took the club as far as we could. It's a great club, you know, great people behind the scenes. Um, ultimately, in football, everybody will know you're never going to see eye to eye with everyone. Um, but the group of players we left, I, I think if I go and have an R10 job, hopefully, and some of them will be successful, I'm not so sure I'll get as a good a group of boys as we managed to put together at Kelly. So what was it, Tom? Just couldn't they get the players that you wanted? Aye, a wee bit of that. Um, I suppose, like, you've got... Well, you had Queen of South obviously coming down, you had them Fellman, um, obviously Falkirk, like big budgets trying to compete. So it was, um, we just felt like the back end, we, we really liked the wee bit more yeah. back end to try and obviously go and add to what we already had. Um, always worked off the, the term when we were there that we kind of had six or seven big hitters and that's not doing any other, other lads a disservice, but that's how we tried to manipulate the budget. That to have A, you had to have B, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. You'll know that yourself. That's why he's on 50 quid. <laughs> Um, and we felt as though we'd done that really well. Plus, you need to be brave and, and back your connections really to get the right loans players. And I think if you look at the loans players that we had last year, the value for money that we had off them without disclosing what we paid, um, like you think of Conor Barron, do you know what I mean? Through, mm, through Aberdeen. Obviously, Aberdeen August to, to January, and then we, we, it was a massive miss for us. But then we managed to get Max Kucherachi, where Kieran and Gwenya played near enough every minute of every game. Big Danny Finlayson, like brilliant deal for us. For you know, Jim Goodwin looked after us at St Mirren. So yeah. we, um, we managed to do really well. Harrison Clark was probably the only one that, through no fault of anyone else's, he was he was injured really for, for the majority of the time that he was there. And I think that's, as you all know, when you're in the lower leagues and you've got maybe 17, 18 players, you have to have that one or two connections to try and get loan ones. And, and if we felt that we'd done that really well. Yeah. Well, I'm frustrated hearing that because... Sexually. Sexually as well, as well always. <laughs> that doesn't leave me that side yet. But I'm frustrated and I don't mean your situation because I don't know exactly about it known. But in the football side, when a manager takes care of business on the pitch then it's up to when, if you get the results and you get where you want to go with the club, then it's up to them then to match that ambition. To match that ambition. And I don't, I'm not saying that about your situation, I just mean in general, um, when that sort of side of things happens, eh? Yeah, definitely. Happy with that. Uh, so how's the break been? Frustrating? Uh, Are you going to get back I, in, enjoying it? I, I suppose, like, desperate to get back in. And you, you, you never, I think the type of person you are, you never lose that competitive edge. So when you've not got games to, to challenge yourself against other managers and, and put your team on the pitch on a Saturday to try and play for three points. It's, it's a void in your life. But I suppose I enjoyed the kids a wee bit that I've selfishly, I've, I've probably neglected my kids, but um, my wife might say that, but I've obviously not gave them as much time because you, you know it, 24-7, isn't it? Yeah, you, yeah. you think about it, you, you eat, sleep and drink it. It's, it's, um, it is a kind of 24-hour job. So when I had the academy plus some media stuff and Kelly, you were you were constantly on the phone. You were constantly thinking about how to get better. To not have that, I feel a wee bit like kind of climbing the walls a wee bit. Yeah. At the same time, um, hopefully, hopefully, if you can get me a job, it'll not be, it'll not be that long. Be fit here now. Didn't seem to be getting me. And maybe we've not got the pull that right we've got, mate. No, I think so. But he's brought your boys in at Hibs as well, hasn't he? The, the two boys are two boys in there, right? So obviously, I, ne I never get to watch them very often. So. Even though they've had a break, they just started back last night. Saturdays, I'll, I'll be able to go and watch them on a Saturday. So, um, and they're getting called Deeks and Gaz in there. Yeah, they both had a Deeks and Gaz haircut. To be <laughs> fair, they both not, not so much the mullets and the and the wee Deeks's wee kind of rat tail, but they had one at one stage. But they've they both had the kind of blonde streaks there, so they're 
My, my oldest has actually got a wee bit of buzz cut, a bit like you. Hey, uh, and some people's boy. got that now, by the way. Who? Hey? A lot of people's cut. Some of that hair. Copy in the side of the buzz cut. You've got the forehead for that, haven't you? No, the forehead's massive. That. How big is that forehead, man? I did my tactics on that forehead. I've no eyebrows either, man. Everything's going wrong. This is good. This is good. Oh, so just a wee bit off the cuff here. Way. How important is it? Obviously, a successful season last season. How important is it to have a great first team coach? <laughs> really important, mate. Really important. That's why. That's why. Jordy's available, mate. If you want He's going to be the lone first coach. I'm going to be the lone. That's what he says to me. You're the, I'm going to be the first coach, and has to be put on loan. He can't. We could be the first coach to ever be sacked within what three games. That's that. Nah, he was cutting up games and all for me this morning, mate. It's just my. It's just generally my confidence. As a, listen, I'm confident to actually put a session on. I think if I've done it, but it's been the confidence to have a purpose yet and what you're actually doing it for. No, anybody can put a session on, read a book and put it on. What's your meaning through it? Mm. To get the boys, the boys sort of question it. I want to be confident now to deliver that. Mate, that's no good for you to hear a coach in the confident. What do you think that'll be? Some kind of... <laughs> <update. It's great. laughs> it's, it's great to tell you that four weeks into the season started, if you're doing that start. But listen, um, we're all learning, aren't we? At the same time. That is it. No, that's a good, I think that's a good thing, mate. I think, I think like, if you see if you're confident enough to say that you're you're not confident enough to go in and deliver a whole session I think that's good I think that means that you know where you're at I think if you think you're better than you are it bites in the backside and players will see through that so I think listen you're in good hands with Sai just if if you're mine and I was working with you at Kelly like what I done with Jordan it's not that Jordan was not capable because he was way more than capable as as a partnership we just drip fed him doing different bits right. mm. um, and then I think that grew his confidence it grew my confidence it grew the players confidence in him and I have to say like if Jordy was to be picked up and, and thrown in at the deep end at, at, at Rangers or Celtic or wherever I can guarantee the boys would love training because mm. um, he's got a great way about him but and he'll be the first to say I'm pretty sure even though he's, he's obviously my best best mate and my mucker you, you grow every time you get on the pitch yeah. every time you're in the position every time you start to speak to the players how you deliver you could do a drill a hundred times and probably deliver it different ways and I just think like the only way of learning is, is being on the pitch you know, and getting, getting your hands dirty yeah. you have done it you've done quite a bit I think you should probably have aye. No, I'd say we're breastfed you than drink <laughs> fed you aye aye what can I say that <laughs> not looking at that. I certainly need to pick up my come here you but <laughs> It's alright, I've had to get him in the dressing room a couple of times and say it's alright. Everything will be fine. But obviously, Tom, as we've said about we put your name in for every job, has there been clubs there knocking at your door? Other uh, just came up on it. I've had a few, listen, I've had a few sniffs as you always do. It's, it's, um, I got a bit of advice off of Dazzle Day, actually. I've had it off with Dazzle Day, I know that well. I know um, And he had said to me that um, he obviously felt that I'd done the right thing, blah, blah, blah. But to enjoy not having a job and I suppose like normally when you don't have a job you normally get sacked so I suppose like the fact that I had decided to leave on my terms yeah. was was I should feel a wee bit more comfortable with it mm-hmm. I didn't just because it's the way I am I want a job but um, at the same time I want the right job I don't want to just be that person that um, kind of applies for every job and and, and kind of be the merry-go-round I'm not saying I'm any different for anyone else but I, I want to try and present myself to help me get to where I want to get to. I've done a lot of yards, like six years of the academy has been going in November. I've done the, the B team starting at the 13s, I've done the 15s, I've done the 18s, I've done the B team. I've, I've took a risk at going to Kelty, even though Kelty took a risk as well. But probably know a lot of people would have left the B team at Rangers to, yeah. to take that chance mm-hmm. to go through a full-time job to a part-time job. So I feel as though I've took calculated risks, but risk at the same time. So I feel as though like a lot of hard work in that five, six year period to then throw it away for like maybe know the right job would be naive. Um, so I'm not saying I'm cute or clever, but 
I'm certainly proactive when it when it comes to having a vision and seeing what the right job is. What that is, I'm, I'm not so sure, but I've, I've got a wee idea in my head to, mm-hmm. to where I would like to go and, and what path I'd like to try and get on. No, oh, you're definitely cute. I don't know where to get that. <laughs> He is. Isn't he? I need to get a buzz cut. He's looking handsome. He is looking handsome. Have you been to see a lot of football? I know you came to all just, but have you, have you been to any other games? I, I didn't want to be that guy si, that sits in the kind of stand. That He's working your job. Ah, yeah. to, ah, it's, I didn't want to be that type of person. So I did say, uh, excuse my problem with the boy's name, but the guy that runs Spartans, um, I did say to him, please tell Doogie that I'm, I'm not wanting what his job because I watched him against you and then I watched him again on the Tuesday night against Hearts B team because obviously I've got quite a good banky players at a certain age band um, which obviously like Burjonis's etc Danny Finlayson's um, obviously you've got like your Leon Kings your Lowry's I know like a lot of that age band in Scotland probably the next age band now that some of the ones are starting to play 18s and and B team I've probably I've missed that boat a wee bit so I just always think there's a wee gem here or there Um, I think you kind of know quite a lot of the League 1 and League 2 players Mm -hmm. Championship players same with Premier League plus the exposure that they get Obviously, being able to pick up different games, I, I, I quite like. We went to Bonnerig on Saturday to watch, obviously, Forfa. Bonnerig 1-2-0. 1-2-0, they were very good. Um, they'll, be, they'll be a tough nut to crack. Mm, especially home, started, they, made, it? Because the pitch is difficult, they've got some good players. Um, the boy, the Grey brothers are, are really technically good. They've got the, the big lads at the back, they've, they've got a certain way of playing. Yeah. Um, the boy up front never played, but Kev Smith will score goals for them. So Kev, they've got, good they've got a good player. Right? So they've, got, they've got good players and they, they will, they've, they're, they're a unique We've Town obviously we're great we support so there'll be, there'll be a tough nut to crack so listen I know that was a kind of long way going around but we'll watch as many games as we can but I'm not going to be that person that sits when somebody's under a wee bit of pressure um, unless you see me at Broomhall too often uh, no, that's what I'm going to say <laughs> seen you have the, seen you have the, started in the stand and he's up in the director's box started off with a track and next time he had a suit on without getting into great detail again it away but see where sort of next job what sort of things would you be looking for that would maybe I suppose you hit the nail on the head there that's something that's ambitious here like I find it really difficult if, if people get a bit too carried away with expectation yeah um, and I suppose I'm probably contradicting myself because it wouldn't matter if a team were just trying to avoid relegation I would want more mm-hmm. um, and I'd want to try and drive that to the players to get them to believe that they could be better than just being in a dogfight every week if you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, but I've always quite liked the underdog tag um, I think it's quite a good mentality to have that you, you feel as though you need to work harder than the person that's better than you um, I suppose somebody that's got a bit of ambition a squad that I feel as though I could get better out of the person that's already been there mm-hmm. um, and that just unfortunately is the industry you've got to back yourself against everybody else I've got to back myself against me I've got to back myself against Sai um, so the, the jobs that would I think same again with it being cute and clever when you look at like leaving Kelty I'm not so sure I want to go and take a League 2 part time job I'm mm-hmm. not so sure I want to take another part time job because Kelty were obviously a great part time team and then when you start to look at the jobs in Scotland, like your Hibs, your Hearts, your Rangers, your Celtic, your Aberdeen, they're probably out with your remit. And then you look below that and you've got some great managers that are doing great jobs and punching above their weight. So they're, unfortunately for us in Scotland, there's probably no a big market, the actual jobs that would be available and ones that would excite you. Um, and that's not me kind of knocking any team. It's just I would feel confident in myself that if I was going in and it was the right environment and it was the right club that had the right ambition I feel as though Kevin Thompson could go in there and do really well mm-hmm. I think that's so important though Si yeah. that you don't just take any job I know you, you touched on that but it has to be right for you do you know what mm. I mean that part time so we've played four games in the last what two weeks so you can't get on the training pitch mate. Right. a brand new team 
Mm. You kind of get on and, and, and coach, and yeah. Thursday's got to be kind of almost like a recovery, mate, because you've you've, you've played Saturday, Tuesday, you can't do too much on the Thursday, so it's I, tough, mate. I've, I've always felt like my biggest strength with the boys was the kind of man management part. Mm -hmm. Even when I was like with under 13, though, I felt like a. You'd go for a pint in that way, wouldn't you? Well, maybe not a pint, no. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> not a pint, but I felt like even with our 13s, like, can you're talking about 12 year old lads, like, built up a good relationship with the parents and a good relationship with the boys, minus giving them any detail as young footy players, just like building up a relationship that they felt comfortable with you. Yeah. And then it was the same with the 15s, and then I felt like it was the same with the 18s. I, like, I used to, with football and smoke up my backside, but a lot of the reserves when they were with Graham and Peter would come and ask me for advice. Um, and they weren't even my players, so I thought yeah, to myself, well, I must be doing something right, I must be approachable, I must hopefully give good, I must be a good listener, I must be, so I feel as though like my, my strengths, um, what I've kind of like brought up is suited to full time because you get to have breakfast, Every day, huh? you get to pass each other in the corridor, you get to be on the training pitch more, you get exposed to more time with your lads, so you you get that chance to build up a great, great relationship. And then I think back to myself, what you've just mentioned there, to build up a relationship that I had with the Kelty players, which I'd like to think was really good. You're only really getting them for an hour and a half yeah. on a Tuesday, an hour and a half on a Thursday. And, and, and unfortunately, you've got like a boy like a cow who would come into the office who would pop his seed in the kit and we love Higgity Bits. He's a top, top boy. Um, catalyst for, for a lot of the success that we had at Kelly. And he's got his worker gear on. And he's like, gaffer, all right? And oh, what we did tonight? And you'd have a blend and it was brilliant. And I, you, I so wish that I could sit and have a coffee with Cal in the morning. A bit of scrambled egg on toast, you know what I mean? And then you'd then disappear and you'd prep training and you would get organised and then you'd maybe see them afterwards. Boys are in the gym. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Boys are getting massaged. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the stuff that you, you didn't get for us at part-time. And then I suppose when you've been exposed to that and then you go, not back the way, but back into the, like, having to do the part-time bit, which was brilliant. I loved every minute of it, but I still feel as though a lot of my strengths would be suited to full-time. See, on that, cause I, I think the exact same as you. It's actually hard to get personal time with the boys because you've got so much going on and, and they're, like you say, rushing in for their work, getting changed and you're out to train. It's 10 o'clock at night by the time you finish, so you know what to stand and talk to the boys for 20 minutes. They want to get up the road. So would you phone... Phone boys? Nah, not overly, but like, I, I don't like be daft things that like, if I felt like a lad was like down and I felt as though I maybe never got the chance because it was maybe like, you maybe done a bit of shooting at the end of training and it's peeing down with rain like it normally is on a Tuesday and a Thursday night at Kelly, so you're soaked to the bone, the boys want to get in the, in the shower, get in their cars and get away, um, usually will be the same, a lot of boys will travel together, so like, you know, it's like the leader of the pack will be telling Bobby and Jimmy to yeah, hurry up go. and I let's go because they want to get home, some of them will be in the graft all day, um, so I, I think it's, it's hard to, to, to have like a set way, I think you need to be open. I, like I didn't overly like a WhatsApp or like being involved in messaging players, but I, I had I did use different scenarios where I maybe felt like a player had been a wee bit doing in the dumps, and I never got a chance to speak to him after the game because you're doing media or whatever, and maybe sent him a message on a Saturday night to say, <laughs> "Aye, do you know what I mean?" Yeah. Like to make them feel good about themselves, to to know that they knew I was thinking about, about them. them. Yeah, I yeah. just never got an opportunity to speak to them, and then sometimes you miss opportunities. It's like timing can be. Be so important, eh? mm -hmm. and, and as a manager, the unfortunate thing is, like I think, and it's I was comfortable in that. You're never going to be perfect, and you're never going to tell the players the right things all the time. And sometimes, when a moment passes, you just need to forget about it mm -hmm. and move on to the next one. I think if we <laughs> overthink things as managers, because you think about a million and yeah. twenty things, don't you? You you can sometimes then miss a wee bit of focus on what's what's important. That's spot on. But it's so difficult because if you've got a sort of style of play and you want that, it's having boys do it all day. Then to come to train. It, Part of it needs to be, I don't mean fun, like fucking running about with a smile on your face, honey, well, I don't mean that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Is that what you think, son? <laughs> but I just mean in general, though. That's probably why this coaching is not he's not for you, mate. <laughs> but I just mean as in, it's got to be sort of up tempo. You can't really spend a lot of time on 
playing out and how how you see football. Do you know what I mean with that? Yeah. If you had every day, you don't want boys standing around for forty minutes. No, when you're there for exactly. No, no, listen, we 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 see when we got the job side, we there was analysis that important for us, not only because we had the best players, was getting them fit important massively, was doing everything with the ball massive because we wanted to be a passing team. We we never overly complicated training. We like the boys worked really really hard and everything was with the ball. So like if we wanted to play for the back, we'd do like a lot of combination stuff that went to a goal. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you might end up with like your centre half hitting a shot. Do you know what I mean? Because it was like rotational stuff. But it was like any bedding in ideas of how you play, how you yeah, move. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like always receiving, always passing, always like I always talk about like smooth passes, slick passes. So we'd like done a lot of that without overcomplicating it. Plus we trained on half a pitch, mm-hmm. so we never really had like enough bodies on the pitch to, to play like full shape, eleven v eleven. Um, and then sometimes you'd have like 13, 14 players didn't want to go like 11 v 3 or 4, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And make it false and, and kind of bore the lads a wee bit. So we, we, we tried to bed our ideas in with drills that we'd done. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people talk about patterns and, and analysis and showing the players and 100%, like there's, there's time for it. But we felt for the small space of time that we had on a Tuesday and a Thursday that getting players to play with a smile on their yeah. face, getting them to run about, getting them a sweat on, working really hard, getting them really fit. I, in my opinion, we were the fittest team in the league at Kelly. Um, and we probably never had the Bad most Doogie. mobile players. But by the way, nobody got to do that loss for you. Aye, like he was an animal. Pound yeah. for pound, he was brilliant. Yeah, but yeah. Aye, I'm not so sure Big Doug liked the run in the pre-season <laughs> in the tempo of training, but he was a diamond for us. Yeah. Um, but I would say, like when you go and play against a St. Johnson and you go to extra time, normally a part-time team, bear in mind a League game. 2 team to a Premier League team, not yeah. like a League 1 or a Championship team or even a full-time League 1 team, um, our boys were, were still going strong and that's not that St Johnson weren't they but my point being is it gave us belief that what we were doing was actually doing things right brilliant amazing I was going to feel this to the both what's that one you always wanted the tig is it uh, it's a great start he always, always thinks like 20 minutes a tig's a good idea <laughs> I but within your shape but within your shape it's a bad one for me isn't it? what I'm going to say is I'm going to feel this to the both of you you obviously early on Tommy your first year in last season what were the biggest challenges that you faced? Um, trying to keep everybody happy. Because ultimately... When's that no plan? Ultimately, I, probably my team talk, my very first game, I think, was... It was a pre-season game. Just trying to think what one it was. Um, was it Montrose, maybe? Was it Montrose at home? It's terrible. I've normally got a good memory. But we, we were How you still, played Montrose, actually? We were still in the... Where you had to... We, we were getting changed in the social... We weren't allowed to use the... Yes. The, the dressing rooms because of COVID so there was still like the the social distancing and certain spaces and players having their obviously their own wee bit etc and I remember walking about and I was nervous really nervous doing, doing the team talk I remember walking from my, my dressing room up and having a wee donder about the boys and the boys were like obviously half changed etc kind of, we've got like a match day presentation it's got the set pieces and obviously the team etc the team goes up on the telly um, and I was kind of walking around and uh, I said to them and I mean this and I had like that wee bit of sticky throat that you are all going to mean the world to us and you're all going to be important because um, that's what I believe in so we'll treat you all right whether you're the 18th, 19th, 20th man and that's what I was saying to you one of the, when if you concentrate on the 11 players and listen when you're winning every week and the team's doing really well and the boys have got their jersey sometimes it's hard to get in I then think that's the management part that the, the 12th, 13th, 14th right up to your 18th, 19th yeah. man feel like they're part of the group um, so I, I made a conscious effort knowing that I use Mourinho on my pro license said if you ever find a way of keeping everybody happy please let me know because it's impossible mm. so I thought to myself well if it's impossible for Yosey I'm going to give that a go and I'm not saying that every player was happy because I'm guaranteed there'll be players that didn't like us I'd like to think that the majority of the squad the way we treated them um, would 
understand understand that you can only pick 11 players you can only potentially put on five sub small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rustoleum's new custom spray five and one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So there's going to be people that disappoint you. You're going to have to go up to Elgin and potentially have 18, 19 players. Yeah. It's scenarios that unfortunately pop up. I think if you can treat the boys properly and you include them in everything, then either will be disappointed, either will not be happy with you. But if they're honest enough with themselves, whether it's that day or a week down the line or a month down the line that they know that you're you're actually treating them right with a wee bit of respect and yeah. humility and that's in my opinion all you can do as a manager mm-hmm. that's spot on because looking back to last week we played Tuesday played Saturday played Tuesday against Cowdenbeath came in Thursday the whole Wednesday I was thinking I'm going to give the boys that played a living a lighter session and I'll take the ones that never played for a harder session but then I didn't want it was a majority of the team that had played Saturday mm-hmm. and Tuesday it was the same bench both games because right. we'd done well and I thought I don't want to alienate the boys Aye. for the first team. I don't want the first team to come in and do 30 minutes and then going to get a massage and the boys are out for an hour and a half because yeah. then they start to think, we're completely Now when I look back, we've done a, maybe a shorter session, but when included everyone, maybe a wee bit too hard. I mean, I think Saturday, Saturday boys, leggy after, mm-hmm. I thought I'd probably give the boys that played too much. No, I would say about that, mate. Yeah. I actually think you've done a brilliant thing. Yeah. No, why? Because see if you got Slaney or Big Kev to take that group mm-hmm. and it felt like a bomb squad and that's not any discipline of that uh-huh. see the fact that you're taking it so when Mick used to take the boys that didn't Mick get involved Mick Beale he used to always make a fact of him taking it so it didn't feel like it was a, a session it wasn't a yeah. first team session it didn't yeah. feel like it was a session so we used to do the same there was time scenarios where like you were coming up for a big period and you had three or four key games coming up and, and you had to look after some boys and, and some of the boys like a Tids in that like you, Tids would come in and he wanted to train so mm. he wanted to train every minute every session a lot of the boys were like ah Barjo I want to train do you know what I mean Higgies they want to train yeah, yeah. but we would have to like strangle them all almost to say like, listen this is what we've got this is the next period that we're coming it's going to be massive for us we then have a, the, like, the cup game coming up as well the likelihood is you're going to play a lot of minutes within that trust us just yeah. relax man and then sometimes we would ask Dean if he could support bringing a couple of massages, masseurs in and I, I would float around to do what I used to do with the boys to make sure everybody was happy but when Jordy put a session on for the lads that potentially wanted to play and that needed a top up I would make sure yeah, that I was there, there. Yeah. Um, so it was like it wasn't as if like oh 
we just pushed yeah. to the side and there's all the boys getting a massage and it's the same we would make sure that the boys that come off the pitch got an opportunity to get a massage it wasn't just like this 10 starters getting so I mean, just wee things eh? yeah. by the way the players probably didn't even think about it yeah. but I think it's really important as a leader if you care about people you're actually that thought process is in your mind mm-hmm. that's not just like oh I'll turn up at training on a Tuesday night that's an easy session or Jordy can take and I'm having a night off oh, fine, and I'll go and have a blair and a coffee and a biscuit yeah. you're actually still out setting up you're still getting the balls in you're still speaking to the players you're you're still making sure that like when they're having that wee water drink that you're, you're speaking to whoever I'm just using a, a body as an example who's maybe not played for a couple of weeks but you alright do you know what I mean yeah, see yeah. him working hard like, do you know what I mean like, got, got to keep growing you got to keep going you know what I mean just wee bits yeah, um, yeah. and listen I, we love body bits we had a massive soft, soft spot for him but at times like a Joe was scoring goals a Callum was like Irreplaceable, really. Fascist scoring goals. Uh, Unfortunately, there's going to be people that's disappointed. Eh? Yeah. I mean, that's mental. Last Tuesday, when we after the game and we were driving back, I said to you for the first day, I was like, "I'll take the boys that haven't played," and you went, "No, I'll take them." Mm. Do you know what I mean? I remember that actual yeah. conversation. That's a, that's a great. Yeah. And it wasn't. I wasn't taking my as in. But then another, I went against my instinct. You said to me in the car, "Go with your gut," which I should have just took the boys, and I ended up doing a big session all together because I wanted everyone to be together, and I felt like the boys that had played had done too much. Mm. Yeah. So again, it's like learning, you say, it's learning. You're not going to get everything spot on. 100%. Uh-huh. Uh, this is brilliant, though. This, this is a master class. Class. It's brilliant. What a guy. You didn't get a job after this, mate. Chuck it. I might as well get up, mate. See, so, see, in terms of, if you were going in at Kelty, League One this season, with what you had, did you did you not think you would be able to compete at the top end? And was, was that maybe the problem? No, no, 100%. We just, we when we looked at the budget and the players that were signed, you obviously had a Borjonas out of contract. So naturally... It's like any player, whether you're at Kelty or whether you're at Rangers, if you're out of contract and you feel as though you're one of the best players in the team, if not one of the best players in the league, then you, you naturally ask for more money. Yeah, yeah. So we knew like with the budget that was sitting left, with 14 or 15 signed players, we were going to have to try and be creative, um, which was fine. The biggest part was, we, and it wasn't so much like the backing through behind the scenes, it, it was the players that we had, had, had identified, like boys like Liam Henderson, Obviously, like they're hybrid, like being part time players, but they've got aspirations of going full time. You know yeah. yourself, eh? you yeah, get like certain players that are quite happy to stay part time because they get a good wage and they've obviously got good jobs, etc. And then you, and that's only a really small market of players. It's like a small bank. If you have the biggest budget, then you can obviously have a, a good chance of getting some of the players. If you didn't, then you're fighting up maybe like an ex banky player. Yeah. You then have like the younger players that would actually rather less money to go full time. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so they might be able to get an extra 50 quid a week part-time but actually being full-time because it's their aspirations to be full-time players day, yeah. you then get the player that thinks like being full-time is more attractive than, than being part-time playing at a bigger club but sitting on the bench is more attractive than being a part-time player so you've got one thing I've tried to do that I'm not saying that I agree with some of the players but I've tried to try and understand because um, what's right for me isn't always right for well, what the player is um, it's alright saying oh, I would make this decision yeah. but if the player decides that you want to make that decision you've got to respect it so mm-hmm. when we, we looked at Cammy Bannantyne we had looked at him last year signed for Airdrie um, but he'd been a part time player for a couple of years so we felt as though like he was a good one for us we never got him obviously um, we looked at Liam Henderson he was an older one do you know what I mean we knew he had aspirations to go for our aye. so he was a part time player do you know what I mean but then he's obviously went full time at, at Falkirk okay, right good yeah. signing for Falkirk in my opinion he can play anywhere really left centre back left back centre midfield do you know what I mean he's mm-hmm. 6 foot 3 6 foot 4 good lad um, fit and athletic so he was he was one that we had it. the problem is what, what we felt was you're identifying 3 or 4 players knowing that like you probably can only go and sign 2 or 3 and then you need to do that uncomfortable thing as a lower league manager, sit waiting for the big teams to yeah. decide who goes out and loan. Because when you've only maybe got 
a small part of the budget left and you're hoping that like a Premier League team that I'm just using these figures as an example that maybe a player's on 500 quid a week and you can contribute 100, 150 quid a week to his wages it then makes the market really small yeah. it's saturated do you know what I mean so you're, you can't go and get the player that's on like a 1,000, 1,500 quid a week at a big club that that club wants a five, six, seven, eight hundred pound contribution oh, yeah. because that, that would be your highest earner and yeah. you, can, you just can't afford it it's, it's not viable so there's no point looking at their players yeah. um, you might get a club that has a player that's on quite a big wage but they only see them as a, a hot prospect and a big development thing, so they're actually no bored about a contribution. Same again, they players are no very are, are no very um, often. You know, mm. what I mean? they didn't come along, so you you have to. I know I've went on about a wee bit around about, but just to try and get an insight into what it's like. Like it's, uh, um, you, you're, so, see, with the loans, how do you use contact managers? Aye, I mean, aye, aye, I need a few loans. Aye, you just because um, I had quite a good player bank. Here. Plus, I've obviously got Pizzo and Elliot, who obviously I've got like a lot of players, so they've yeah. got a, a big a big clientele. So. I know obviously the Billy Kirkwood loans manager at, um, at Rangers, so he's got a brilliant knowledge of like what young players are coming through, yeah. what players go on loan, what what kind of money pe- people pay, etc. So you just you you, you go and network really, yeah. yeah. You go and use your contacts. Like I knew Glassy obviously up at Aberdeen, Scotty was there at the time. That's where obviously Kieran Grenier, but they both represented the base as well. So you have to. We did both um, drive down for Aberdeen for training. So it same again. So you present the picture. So Connor and Kieran only used to train on a Thursday. So that meant that Aberdeen is young hot prospects and you, nobody can tell me that the loan deal for Conor Barron wasn't Never a successful worked. one. Yeah, yeah. And you can't tell me that Kieran Gwenya going for League 2 and playing every minute every game. A lot of loans players say, and I'm not knocking anyone else, but a lot of loans players go to clubs and they don't get a game. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Danny Finlayson played near enough every week. Uh, Conor Barron played near enough every week. Max Kucherachi, as soon as he got in the team, played near enough every week. Kieran Gwenya played near enough every week. Mm. And Harrison Clark. Would he had more exposure, hundred mm. percent, if he obviously unfortunately wasn't injured. So we felt as though what we created and the ones that we actually identified to get in, we got it right. Because um, the last thing you want is one for the player, because I care about the player. Two, you didn't want to have that relationship with a, a, a bigger club than where you're at, because you don't want to burn bridges with them, because you never know when you need them again. So it's like it's liaison and like networking and, and trying to build relationships. Uh, relationships, sorry, that when you get that young player, he's playing, he's learning, he's getting better. And you're sending them back better. I'm, I'm not so sure now that Kieran signed for, for, for Rafe, obviously, in the championship. Mm-hmm. The players, Danny's obviously over full time in Ireland playing. Uh, Max Kucherachi's playing at St Johnson in the first team. Yeah. So I'm not so sure, like, without blowing smoke up our backside, that me and Jordy didn't help develop the players. Eh? Brilliant. Now, what about other managers? What you? No, can I just jump in before that? Of course you can. Um, I noticed a few, maybe a couple of months back or a month back, you were doing Villa. Hi. How was that? Amazing man. What's that? Amazing, did you man. ask him or did he say? I, I, I just messaged him. Eh? He's, uh, he's he's been brilliant for me. So he's he's um, he's to be fair, like there was a scenario at Rangers that happened, and um, it was probably one of the first conversations that I had to go and see him. Um, I'm not telling you about the scenario, but I had to go and see him, and, and he sat basically like this over his office, and um, he said, "Listen, if I'm going to help you get to." here one day which I know is what you want to do then I need to open my door for you so listen my door's always open anything you need it's, it's there so he's he's been listen we're no pals as if like we go for a pint but um, hopefully got a good enough relationship and an understanding that like I can drop my message to, to ask if he could help us out same again if I was to get a job I'd be on the phone to see if we could potentially get a loans player mm. same again that job needs to be big enough to to attract some of the young players that obviously will are but um, I, I, to me I think that hopefully and it gives me confidence as an individual that the manager seen something quite good in me. Do you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Um, that he's willing to open his door and 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 to be fair to Jordy, he was like a wee starstruck boy. Yeah, he's Instagram. He was brilliant. Um, but even if Jordy was sitting here, like he, he showed us around in the morning. We had breakfast in the morning. He took us out to training. He was like, we felt a wee bit like didn't he want to impose ourselves. So we're kind of sitting at the the physio buggy 
Um, and he's like, Tom, anywhere you want. And I'm like, but they were doing a bit of shape because they played Liverpool on the Tuesday night. The tickets that he got us were top drawer, parking space right outside, full apart. Like, he couldn't have looked after us any better. Um, Who was good in training, didn't they? Well, Coutinho was obviously there. Oh, eh? so wow. They only done like, they only done a wee bit to be fair. It's like Cyferi at Dundee, you know? It's like watching Cyferi at Dundee. It's like watching you in the boxes, mate. Yeah? The wee KB skinny box, mate. <laughs> you love that skinny box. You and I love that skinny box. Who else was good? Coutinho? Oh, them all, mate. Yeah, the, um, standard brilliant. Standard was good. Aye. To be fair, it was only light. Um, the actual HUD, they had to decote me on it. It's terrible, that decote me on your name. But they had a, a, a group that obviously done a wee bit extra. Um, so they were like a couple younger boys, um, and they were they were right behind us. So we were trying to watch like obviously shape because they, they actual they didn't they said they hadn't done this before. So they walked through basically because they played on the Saturday I think. So they were match day minus one or two, and then they done like a, a bit with the ball and a bit without the ball. Sorry, without the ball to start with and a bit um, the with the ball, but it was just a walk through. Right. And Mick obviously presents all that. Um, so obviously I was saying to Jordy because I was trying to teach Jordy how we play at Kelly obviously not teach him that sounds patronising but like just show him like the bits that obviously I got an, an insight into so we could obviously learn together um, and then obviously he's fascinated to be watching Mick doing like what we were trying to do at Kelly and obviously they've got Coutinho who I'm not quoting how much money he earns a week but <laughs> slightly more than what he, and, and Mick's still coaching Coutinho so I'm thinking yeah. well what we were trying to do was right and listen we're not asking Villa we've not got the players but at the same time we had good players in our league Villa have got good players in their league so um, it gave us kind of a reassurance that we were doing the right things, if you know what I mean. It's not that complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not doing, it. it's not, it's not doing the people a disservice, but it's, um, it's getting the best out of your people, eh? which is, I think, really important. And we watched the, the people behind us that I was going to say there before I was waffling, was, uh, you're talking like 30, 40, 50 million pound players that are in that group. group uh, no, including the, the group that are over there that yeah, I've got, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, listen, it's a different market. It's a different, it's a and different he's, world. He still really. needs to keep their players happy. 100%. Same job, uh-huh. 100% the same job. And that's the, they have a good way, which obviously comes with staff. And I quite liked it. And it's probably what we didn't get to do at Kelty, what you, what you mentioned earlier about that one to one time. They had like, the manager could oversee everything. Mick had his cluster of players, which let's just say he was the defenders. Um, Big Colin would obviously be with the goalkeepers. And then he would like have Gaz Mack that would maybe be with the midfielders. Um, and then he would like, maybe have like so and so and so and so, like TC or whatever with the, with the strikers, maybe Jordan Wilson and helping, do you know what I mean? And, and then even like the doc and the physio, like making sure that the players are always, always uh, needed for like knee issues, like yeah. if there was issues, like how could we sort it? And it's probably the one thing that is a brilliant clog, in my opinion, to a full time team, but you need the provision with staff to be able to uh, do it right, if you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's probably what we're feeling at part time level. The time that you've got with the players is not enough, whereas. Mm with the facilities that these boys have got and obviously when you do get to that full-time market you, you can spend more time with the lads there. Right. Well he's got his assistant and him to Villa. Where are you getting us? <laughs> Come on you mate. Wherever he is. Wherever he, oh, but in fact I got, we're in at Aberdeen <laughs> next week. Are we? Good eh? Spoke to Sharpie uh, last night the 20s game. Went and watched the 20s. Brilliant. That's what you get. See if you go and watch the 20s. <laughs> Dig See if you go watch the 20s. See if you go and do your job. I was it last night. So the Aberdeen assistant manager came over Amazing. spoke and said we can go and I can get you to Leicester if you want. He's been promising this. He also promised an interview with Bruni. Who was the other one yesterday? Turnbull. Turnbull. David Turnbull. No, but I know what I've I talk to Rogers a lot. He's not, have you not had Scotty on here, no? No, he's no, not. I'm typing him. He messages me at Ginger. He's not. No, I am. Yeah, I'm not actually. I'll try and get Scott. I'll try and I'll send Scott a message. But I don't think he wants to do it because he's just started management. I have a wee road trip down to Fleet. Uh-huh. Right? And he's going to spend a day with him. Is that a transplant? Nah. Is just Grace he should come race. Well, we, we, listen, I'll, I'll be getting done anyway to try and watch a game. If I can't on a Tuesday, I'll probably show us a good book. Should there be a road trip? 
Uh, seeing they got beat when I'll see if I, I'll see if I can beg him to let you in ask him if you'd let us go down <laughs> I just outside the gate have you seen their training ground it's brilliant oh, it's amazing that's nice mate eh? we'd be right on the have you spoke to him Tom eh? I just, just messages really aids. I try not to I try not to impose really aids. you know it's like a joint of the hip and that and obviously like really tight but it's not like we we spend every day and every night together eh? so he's um he'll be the same as us he'll feel <laughs> how, how vulnerable it is to be a manager eh? mm. win, lose or draw it's um, it's a tough gig so I'm sure when he starts to stamp his authority and his, his standards as an individual in the group he'll, he'll get mm-hmm. the best of them because eh? listen he's a winner he's a serial winner eh? yeah. do you know what I mean it's, it's, he is what he is he's, and obviously he's really tight with Witty so he'll have a good soundboard Baz Nick's obviously in there as well Yeah. Um, I think uh, Stevie went back to the 23s maybe Stevie Crenna uh, did he right? I think so I'm sure they, I'm sure they flipped because Stevie was the caretaker man yeah, that's right. wanted. kept him up didn't um, uh-huh. uh, I think just by the skin of their teeth really but, but they still kept them up so yeah. and as you say great training facilities and I think the, ch- the chairman's got a few quid as well so so hopefully um, did you text him after the game Saturday no, no. but I listen to his interview because you, you, I want to learn eh? so, yeah, I mean, yeah. so you're always when people you've got alliances it's the same with me listening to yours obviously uh-huh. um, I did listen to everybody's but I quite like to see um how people present themselves after like win, lose or draw, do you know what I mean? Because it's, you'll ken yourself, you finish an interview, did I speak well or did I not speak well? Did yeah, I say the right yeah, things? Yeah. Did I not say the right things? And it comes back to that like overthinking stuff, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, but naturally it's, everyone wants to body body wants to smile at the camera when you've won it. Eh? Yeah. And then you see a wee different side to people when you get beat. Eh? Mm. You just said that about me, you? I just, I, I, I just, paid I seen your, I seen your hands thrown about a wee bit. <laughs> He's good. Yeah, 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 reverse a week and he's made a brilliant start eh? start yeah exactly that's, that's never too high never too low mate, that's the, the 100% eh? uh, what, one, uh, ma- what managers do we see having a potentially good season have you, you like in the Scottish you, game have you spent much time in Bronckhurst at all no really not, not. Really. I was away obviously before Gio come in eh? so um, I know obviously still a lot of the lads and it's like anything eh? you're, you're naturally in, intrigued to see what changes for Stevie and we're obviously off Love football, so you you watch the Rangers team, and anyone can tell you with football about tactics that like the subtle changes that he made compared to Stevie. If you watch Stevie's team doing at Villa, they look exactly the same as what the Rangers, Rangers team look like. Eh? So you can one that's in my opinion the signing a good coach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean that they can implement the standards. Does it make it a wee bit easier with the level of player? Right, of course it does. Um, but now nah, I've, I've not I've not seen much insight into Gio's training etc. Obviously still no Davos and Griggsies and a, a lot of the boys in there plus the younger boys that are obviously getting to train there every day now. Your Leon Kings, your Lowry's. He's a good King. King's good. Ah, he's, a good player, mate. he's a great lad. They're Don't really get Sir Was it last year? Aye, aye, he's he's, aye. You just hope that these boys get a chance, Because there's, yeah. there's a lot of talent there. But the harsh reality is like they need to be better than what's in front of them. Mm. So if, if Leon wants to get in the team, he has to he has to have Connor and. Um, and suitors etc right in his right in his um, eye line really and then if you're a, a Lowry you need to be looking at like obviously the three midfielders he's, he's not going to take a John Lundstrom type position because it's not his job but one of the three but, but one of the, the ones yeah, I yeah. potentially one of the kind of the wider ones but then Gio kind of likes kind of hiring and wider ones it. whereas obviously Stevie liked obviously the ones that come in mm-hmm. so so there's maybe two or three positions that Al could play there's maybe only one or two now that he could yeah. play. Do you know what I mean? Do you so like him though? Every ah, time I see him, mate, I do like he's, him. he's got a brilliant He's got that confidence he's got, that, well, he's got swagger, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. personality. Listen, he needs to back that up with the hard work. Um, he's obviously not featured this season, really. I don't know if he's had a niggle or whatever, or if he's if he's come back and he's not hit the ground running, but that is the challenge for the young players. They, they have to be better than what's in front of them, which is 
when you're at a big club, and that's not doing any other club with this service, it's the same for everybody. You need to knock that person out his, out his jersey. Right? So you mm. need to grab it when you get your opportunities to, to go and train with the first team. You cannot be that nervous coach, you know what I mean, and find your feet. You unfortunately need to hit the ground running. Eh? You need to go and stick your chest out and grit your teeth bite down in the gum guard and show people that you, you're meant to be there. Mm. If that chance passes, we've all, we've all had day chances. Sometimes you never get another. Eh? Mm. It's a pillow you're biting on. Another pillow, I <laughs> What about um, any other coaches in Scotland that think it's going to have a good career? I know, uh, I know you're a Rangers man, but you must be impressed with it. Big Angie's good, isn't he? Ah, oh, he's brilliant. Uh, he um, well, Another bit that I like the most about Angie, which intrigues me as a, a kind of young manager and young coach, is that he's he's inverted fullbacks and like the way he plays Ange ball, it can be quite unpredictable. Mm. Um, whereas, like, I'm not saying other teams are predictable, but they're sometimes set in their ways, set in their style. Whereas, even though like there's a certain way, Ange, and listen, people can quote me if I'm wrong, but like. I'm just using a Taylor as an example. Can he can be in the middle of the pitch as an extra midfielder, but then he can also also like. I did it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he can sometimes then beat the offside trap. Yeah, to get yeah, in. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I know you think is that planned on him being there, well, or not, is that just went off the cut? Uh, I don't think it is. Yeah, well, yeah. Listen, somebody might just tell gave them different. options and say you see it on I, the pitch. I, yeah, yeah. Like good players, in my opinion. Like even though you've got a style, whether it's with the ball or without the ball, good players react to like what actually happens on the pitch. pitch. Do you know what I mean? And. It's the same as like I always use it at my academy, like when kids are like shifting and zipping any pug goals. Like if it's hitting the frame, it's a good pass. They get disappointed because you see the kid, he hits the frame or he hits the post or he hits this or he hits that. And it's like, and I'm like, what's up with you? Like good players would move to receive that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. like I know a good player would maybe no move. Do you know what I mean? So like didn't beat yourself up too much about hitting like a wee whatever it is, a two or three foot pug goal. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. hitting a post or it's just going past because like it's still it's the to me it's like the weight of the pass and it's how you. Like shift your body to then slap the pass if you know what I mean, rather than like um, actually like it hitting the frame or it's slightly going high or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's all all these wee bits that, in my opinion, are really important. Lovely pass through the ball. Love love pass. No, lovely pass through the ball. That was noise. Came off your foot, wasn't it? Mine squealed. My foot squealed when I passed the ball. Smooth. Yeah. No, no, smooth. Mine wasn't smooth. Mine was usually fucking bubbled in that. Deal with I like smooth passes. Deal with that. One last time, please. Yes, please. When you and Brainy were younger, what separated you and Brainy? No clue you here for the sort of rest of young players. What was it? Is it for the mentality? Just he's <laughs> probably like he's um, the, the the difference between like your Gazzies and your Scotties and and myself and Whitties was like I like to think everybody thought that cluster of players were like right good players. Scotty was probably like this the bit that set Scotty different from other people would be just his energy and his enthusiasm and yeah. like just. He was he was like what you would call like the the old fashioned nippy sweetie when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. An actual thing under Brendan, he like he started to play his position under Gordon, and like he's international. He he become like a top CDM. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like with him without the ball. Do you know what I mean? He was always available. Um, handle the ball, lend it. Do you know what I mean? Like do the dirty work, do the yards. Like a leader on the pitch. Probably when he was a bit younger, when I played with my youth team, and probably when he first started to break through, even under Moga when he used to play a bit wider, he probably was just like fully enthusiasm and energy. Mm. He's he's I think he's actually said it in one of his Fleetwood uh, interviews that he took pride in going back every pre-season no matter what age he was to be the fittest he wanted to win the sprints he wanted, so like a lot of people might say oh you win the sprints but and I understand and I'm not going to um, change people's opinion if you the blue side of the city you didn't like Scott Brown if you're the green side of the city you'd love him to bits mm. I think one thing I would say is that every team that would have a Scott Brown in it would love him to bits 100% one hundred percent. And he's going to come on. The, you're going to come on the podcast a couple of times until you get a job. 
Hopefully, if you have me on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. Uh, you we need somebody with a bit of knowledge, don't we? Oh, <laughs> shy. <laughs> Fucking zero at the moment. Kevin Thompson, what a ah, man. Unbelievable, Kevin. Cheers, lads. Cheers, Tommy. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.